Hi, and welcome to Math and Musings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math and Musings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math and Musings. Today's date is Friday, April 15th, 2022. This is season number two, episode number 15 of our show. It's the 15th episode on the 15th. I love when things work out like that. As you may know, I'm a numbers man. That's my my regular gig. And kind of plays into the theme of this show, which is, well, it you know, it starts as numbers and then it becomes other things. And today's episode, more than usual, harkens back to uh, previous episodes that I have uh, produced for this podcast and my other outputs through the years. I used to do this on TV as well. Um, yeah, the, those of you who are old enough to remember this thing called TV, when you used to have to turn on your television set at a particular time on a particular day, and like you watched it then, and then it was over. Um, unless you did this thing called recording it on a VHS tape. Anyway, what I was doing on TV uh, in the, starting in 2004, I was basically doing YouTube before there was YouTube. And uh, I would just often talk about my week if I didn't have a topic. It was, well, here's what I've been doing the last week. Basically, my classroom is the same thing. My regular life, the, the place where I actually make money, not, not this, my little side project here, is, is basically math and musings. It starts as a math lecture, and then, uh, well, it kind of becomes... You know, what, what else have I got going on in life? And I, I always try to tie it back to math or numbers in one way or another to justify this to my students. So like, well, let's see, here's how math works in the real world. Let me put this IRL for you. That's in real life for those of you who are from the 20th century, uh, like myself. And then my third output, the blog, uh, that's MikeOConnellJr.com, uh, which is the official presenter of Math Amusings. Uh, has sort of the same thing in, in this, let's see, the post from Monday, so a few days ago, uh, is an exact uh, an exact copy of what you're hearing right now. It's just I'm stretching it out a little bit. This is what you got in a paragraph on Monday. You're getting 15 minutes worth here. And the title was Weekend Musings because it was an interesting weekend. As I'm recording this now, you know, weekend is over. Uh, but it was it was a good one. We're already on to uh, the next weekend. If you're listening to this on Friday the 15th, I'm talking about the weekend that happened where you had the Masters and the opening weekend of the Major League Baseball season going on at the same time. And, you know, I could have looked it up at any time in the past week, but I didn't. Because on the last episode, it was like, well, has that ever happened? But for, it probably has because... The major league season used to start later in the year, and the Masters is usually later in the year, too. So they, I'm sure they did coincide at one point, but not in the last you know, 10, 20, 30 years. As they've been uh, starting the baseball season earlier and earlier this year because of you know uh, player management stuff. Uh, the season got... Uh, Cut down the number of days. They say they're going to play all 162 games. I've seen a few of them so far. I'll be that. I'll be on that in a minute. But first, on golf, and if you read my blog last Friday, you'd know what was coming on, on Tiger Woods. My goodness. Like, I seriously thought I would never see this guy play golf again. Like, literally ever. 
Like he wouldn't even be able to walk onto a course and like play with his kids. Here he is playing at the Masters. When I first heard that news, I was like, what? Uh, and he was like, what, is, is he like one of the honorary starters? Is he going to be hitting off with, with Nicholas and, and Gary Player? Like, no, he's really playing in the tournament. And uh, makes the cut and was like flirting with decent rounds early on. And there's there's always somebody, you know, there's always somebody who is either, you know, 50 plus or pushing 50. It's unbelievable for me to, to say that about Tiger Woods, who's only a few years older than I am. I've been watching this whole life. Well, not his whole life, but most of it so far. And yes, I'm, I'm one of those kids who, you know, when I was, I don't know, 14 and Tiger was 19, I'm watching him going. And he, and he's like my size too. I'm like, this this guy's only a couple years older than I am. And he's barely bigger than I am. And look what he's doing. I was one of those kids who took up, took up golf because of Tiger Woods, no question. And uh, his winning that 2019 Masters, that is worthy of an episode onto itself. I would say that, you know, he, he made me feel young again, made all of us feel young again on Thursday and Friday. Back to reality, sort of in, in the nicest way possible on Saturday and Sunday. Um, but if if he plays even even just a couple tournaments a year, like that's, that's going to be keeping me going for however long he can swing a club. Hats off, of course, to uh, the... The new younger version of ourselves, that's Scotty, uh, Scotty Scheffler, who is 25. And it, it's not like he came out of nowhere. I mean, this is, he's got, I think this was his, I'm going to get these right. He's, he's won, this was his fourth win already on the PGA Tour this year. And in previous majors, I mean, he already had, I think this was his fifth top 10 in a major in his career. Like last couple of years, he's, he's been getting close, never a top 10 in a masters i think but um he's been knocking on the door and yeah it's an incredible winning streak this year he's 25 years old that's that's embarrassing and uh, it kind of speaks to a underlying theme of, of today's episode which is you know embarrassed by youth moving from golf to baseball Watching my hometown Nationals, of course, I'm going to mention Juan Soto. One, because he's, you know, he's 23 and makes all of us feel old. And two, that uh, he's kind of, uh, or that first game that the Nationals played, they lost their first three games, kind of typified what I think of for the season. Like, Nationals lose, Soto hits a home run. That's that's pretty much what I got for, for this year. And uh, he tacked on another. This will date when this program was recorded. I'm recording this Wednesday, you know, two days ago. And I know that Soto has reached that 100 home run milestone. He has hit his 100th career home run. Another Nats milestone that this one doesn't make me feel old at all. This one makes me feel young. Nelson Cruz, who's been playing forever, he's even older than I am. Uh, Nelson Cruz is 41. He's going to turn 42 during the season. And uh, hit his 450th home run. Most of those not for the Nationals, but he is on our team now and a uh, leader in the clubhouse and uh, playing on, on the field as well. And I think if, like, if he can DH, he'll, you know, as long as he can swing a bat, absolutely. Um, but I don't have high hopes for the Nats this year. Then again, then again, uh, the year they won it all, they started famously 19-31. and 31, So you never know. Um, of course, this weekend you had uh, Yankees-Red Sox as well. 
They never play a bad game. Yankees took two of three. Sox won Sunday night, though, in prime time. But uh, sometimes they just got to make it look good for TV, right? Speaking of TV, I'm realizing now that I spent too much time on the musings. I got to hustle through the topics. I still have two more to go on TV because this is another interest of mine. So there were two things that I was watching over this weekend. Well, one over the weekend and one I've been watching the past several weeks. The new uh, offering on PBS now, and, and this you, you can see this online and on demand, I should say, the new Ken Burns offering on Benjamin Franklin. Now, I'm a huge Benjamin Franklin fan anyway. I mean, my I named my only child for Benjamin Franklin. That's not actually true. I, my son's name is Franklin, but I didn't just name him for Benjamin Franklin. I like the name anyway. And I've respected... Ben Franklin, the printer and the writer and the scientist and the patriot and statesman, postmaster, and everything else he did. He was the true polymath. The thing that he didn't do well at all, and Ken didn't focus in on this entire, like it wasn't a hit piece, it wasn't a 30 for 30, it wasn't 60 minutes, that Ben Franklin, really a, a terrible husband and father, um, and I guess that kind of gets glossed over in other biographies of Benjamin Franklin and, you know, kind of whitewashed through history. We look at it with the 21st century lens as, oh my goodness, this, you know, this guy was basically abandoned his family for most of the time that he had one. Looking at it in a historical context, like it, uh, you know, you would, you would do it differently now, like, you know, if he could have traveled, because he was doing a lot of traveling, if he could have gone to England or France more quickly rather than, you know, taking months at sea, like, well, maybe he would have made a few more trips home. Um, but it's still the same, even looking at a historical record, not, not exactly a perfect one for Dr. Franklin, as everyone called him, even though he barely went to school at all. And from what I can tell, it. it had no actual doctorate, received some honorary doctorates, but I guess everyone called him Dr. Franklin. Um, I uh, <laughs> I think his, his standing in my place among founding fathers remains strong, though as a husband and father now, it disappoints me a little bit to hear that on the personal side of his. And then standing strong, though, in, in the American Revolution and basically against his son, his, his son was a, a loyalist, um, William Franklin stayed true to the crown and then ended up basically running away to England to spend uh, the rest of his days after the war was over. Speaking of wars, final piece. I will say uh, the HBO special Winning Time, which I don't know if I've talked about it here. I know I wrote about it on the blog at length. After that first episode or two, it was like, eh, this show is okay. Like, they're, they're, it's too much of a TV show and not really about basketball. You know, it's still a TV show. And I understand it's a TV show. They're trying to make it interesting. It's not just going to be sports statistics. You know, I, I got an encyclopedia for that. It's getting better. It's getting better. There are a few episodes left. I think there's, you know, maybe 10 in total, and they've done it at least five or six. There's, there's a few more to go. Winning Time, John C. Riley as a doctor, Jerry Buss, who really did have a doctorate, um, owner of the Los Angeles Lakers, had bought the team 
just before they got Magic Johnson. And actually, and you see this in the show, I hate to give away too much, uh, went through a few head coaches uh, before kind of settling on Pat Riley, who was played by Adrian Brody, which is strange to see, but I guess that guy's a good actor. He can do anything. And um, he's, Riley starts as an announcer, like announcer come assistant coach, and then later you know, you know he's going to be the head man eventually. Not that first season, though. Uh, Magic's rookie season. I think the guy who's playing Magic Johnson, who who I don't know is an actor at all, it's like, to me, that guy is Magic Johnson because I haven't seen him perform as other characters on other movies or TV shows. I think that guy is great, and it's like, that was one of the first things I noted about the show. It's like, oh, too bad this show is terrible because it's like ruined that guy's acting career. Uh, but no, the show's good, and we'll see that guy popping up other places. Um, and that all the other players who who are represented on the show are, um, I think it's it's true to who I understand they are as the actual players went. Like nobody's nobody's messing it up too much. I haven't heard too many uh, disappointed Lakers coaches or players. Um, saying that, like, oh, this was misrepresented and stuff. I'm sure all that will come out after the whole season uh, has played out. But I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up now because because it's interesting to me, and I could have easily done this ahead of time. So the full name of the show is Winning Time: The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty, and. You've got someone named Quincy Isaiah as Magic Johnson, who, like, I'm looking at Wikipedia right now. He doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. That's that's his, um, I, I don't want to say, like, that's how unknown he is as an actor. Um, although, I'm looking at it now. So, Norm Nixon, who Magic basically replaced at point guard, he is played by his son, Devon Nixon, who I guess... It must be, an, you know, he's an actual actor because he has a Wikipedia page. Wikipedia, the true source of all information on the internet. That, that's your, that's your hot take for today. The, uh, <laughs> I'm the, I'm the Wikipedia apologist telling you for, for something like this. Yeah, go to Wikipedia. They're gonna have the, uh, the true information for you. And it's like for those of you who are um, concerned about such things. Okay, so try to put some false information on Wikipedia. It, even if you can, someone will fix it within five minutes. Like, someone will catch it. That's your hot take for today. Ladies and gentlemen, I've enjoyed putting the program out. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Uh, the name of the show is Math Musings. I'll look forward to seeing you next Friday. For more information or to contact, go to MikeOConnellJr.com. <laughs>